0: another episode of the bleed hockey podcast episode 82 uh we are going to try this again because i uh, was halfway done recording the video and uh the podcast and um for both video and audio and come to find out that my computer is like nah you're not going to do that you're going to redo it again so we're going to redo it again so from the top we're just going to speed run through some uh news and then go over the uh standings and what uh who went up and who went down the standings. So without further ado, buckle up, buckaroos. Here we go. First off, um, according to Adam uh, Vingan of the Athletic for the National Predators, uh, he is reporting that apparently the National Predators will no longer be requiring any proof of vaccination or negative tests to attend their games as of November 13th. So um, if you're a National Predators fan, you must be, uh, you know, Really happy about that. And uh depending on you know local regular regulations in your uh your town, whatever uh franchise you uh you support, or uh whatever you know building you go into, just just know, hey, you know, that's kind of a contributing factor. And uh there you go. Hopefully maybe everyone else will be able to follow suit soon. but we'll see. Uh Brett, do to continue on to the shitstorm, that is the Blackhawks situation first off uh, Brad Aldrich's name is uh, now officially off of the cup uh, in the sense of them taking uh, the letter X and going over each and every letter of his name so uh, that is now uh, his name is now X out of the cup so that's good to see Uh, and other news for the Blackhawks Jeremy Colleton the head coach is no longer head coach. For the Blackhawks, as he was fired today, as I was uh, typing my notes out for this uh, episode, and Derek King has been named the new interim head coach for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, King was the head coach of the Rockford IceHogs since 2019, and they—that is their uh, American Hockey League affiliate. Uh, so there you go, got a guy that uh, knows a lot of the young guys that went through the hog system. Um, Hopefully, there's not a lot of, uh, well, for their sake, there's going to want to be some change in their trajectory because they only have one win on the season in their first 12. So there you go. Uh, and lastly, Rick Westhead uh, is a reporter that's been making a lot of noise, uh, especially with the Blackhawks situation, asking a lot of hard questions. Uh, questions that the NHL has even uh, basically kind of like not not necessarily say that they've been coy about it, um, but in the sense that whenever you know it's his turn to ask a question, and uh, they're skipping him over, and the other reporter's like, "Wait, we're already on our second round. And you haven't even let this guy ask his first question." So, um, definitely uh, making some heads roll, um, to say the least. But yeah, he's reporting that apparently the sponsors uh, for the NHL they aren't too happy about how the the Blackhawk situation was handled uh, with Gary Bettman and Bill Daly, um, the commissioner and uh, deputy commissioner of the NHL. And uh, when sponsors aren't happy, that means money is in jeopardy, which means that the in turn, the owners may be having to question what's going down uh, with the old commissioner and how he's handling the business. Especially stuff like this. It's been covered up for 11 years. Just saying. Um, And, you know, honestly, quite an interesting time for the NHL to have this shit happen. I mean, the, the first year in the ESPN uh, deal where you were expecting to get, uh, you know, some exponential growth for the league. And that could be very well in jeopardy just because of all of this stuff happening in like the first month. We haven't even been like, I guess like we just passed maybe like the first full month of NHL, the NHL regular season, and we're already having this happen. So the rest of the year is going to be quite interesting, to say the least. Um, But yeah, moving on from that, uh, speak eh, and segueing to a guy that's been moving on, all Jack Eichel. Uh, Jack Eichel is now... A member of the Vegas Golden Knights, after I made a video being like, yep, I'm not making any more uh, videos about the Jack Eichel situation since everyone keeps talking about it, I'm only going to make one video and be done until he gets traded. And sure enough, the day after I make that video and have it posted, he gets traded. So he's a Golden Knight now uh, in exchange for Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, a 2022 first round pick and a 2023 third round pick. Um, And... I'll have to look where I actually think I have that saved um, on what they got back in return. So there was a, that is the suggested, that's not the right one. Um, All right. So as for the uh, going the other way to Vegas, besides Jack Eichel, there was a conditional pick from the Buffalo Sabres, which I believe, was a 2022 third uh rounder for that so um yeah be an interesting thing um although the thing that i now have to ask the question for is so you have jack eichel cool cool um but Number one, I, f- I found it interesting that uh, there's a guy on Twitter that's big. Uh, I don't know if he's a Vegas fan or not, but he made a good point that it seems that if you get drafted in the first round from the Vegas Golden Knights, you're basically your days are already numbered because Suzuki's gone. Now Krebs is gone. Freaking Cody Glass is gone. Like th- that 2022 first rounder that, uh, well, no, that's, that's Buffalo property now, but. Uh, yeah, that'll be interest. Yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, quite intrigued to see how that goes. Um but speaking of things that I'm be interesting to see uh how it goes is the fact that Jack Eichel with ten million dollars on the on the uh on the books on LTR, all right, off the books right now. Uh Mark Stones, nine point five million dollars. To also be off the books. To come back on when he's healthy. Pacioretty with his 7 million. Um, All that money. That's a lot of money. To be put on the the, uh, cap. And uh, they're going to have to do some. Cap gymnastics. To uh, go and. Make room for him. Whenever he gets healthy. Whenever that is. Or any of the three. uh, Whenever they get healthy. But. You know, it's also a kind of a shame is that none of those three are a defenseman. But at the same time, I'm very thankful that that proposal that Brian Lawton from NHL Network drew up didn't actually uh, pan out in a sense that he had in his proposal to put Shea Theodore on the trade block. And I immediately was like, no, let's not do that because then you're breaking up the top four. Your top four for the uh, defense, which thankfully Kelly McCrimmon and and company were smart about that and kept them. So the the top four for the Vegas Golden Knights is intact. Um, I'm sure you know it's definitely an upgrade in your in your uh, for your centers. So I mean, no no knocking about that. There's there's no debating that. But uh, they're just gonna find themselves quite in a uh, a pickle. For whenever their uh, cap situation really starts to, you know, bite them in the ass. Whenever everyone gets healthy again, but hopefully maybe they can uh, have them all three uh, get healthy right around, uh, you know, right after the playoffs start. So then they can pull uh, pull not a one Kucherov, not a two Kucherov, but a three Kucherov. You could do the Kucherov situation from last year three times in the same thing. And they still don't win the cup. That would be heartbreaking. That'd be absolutely heartbreaking. Listen, I'm a Vegas fan. I can make I can make fun of them, but yeah, we'll be um yeah, I'll be looking to see how that plays out. But uh, yeah, let's go over some uh, before we end the show. Standings. Um, do, doing the adjustments for who made uh who went up and who went down. Um, spoiler alert, the one that really kind of caught me off guard for sure um, is the Central Division. Spoiler alert. Um, We'll do it in the same order as we normally do it, but I'm just saying there's only one change. Technically two, but one change. And the number five spot went to six, and the number six spot went to five. Everything else stayed the same. That is wild, but when it comes to the in when it comes to Pacific Division, it's kind of wonky. But as for like the Atlantic and the Metropolitan divisions, it looks like um, the teams that we expected to be great or are, high, are higher up in the standings are finding their way where they should be, while the at least for the Atlantic division, for sure. Right now, the Metropolitan division is starting to go that way. So the Atlantic division going from bottom to top, uh, last place, the Montreal Canadiens, well, the record of three, nine and zero, still eighth place, uh, for the sec. Um, I don't have it for how long they've been, um, at in eighth place or however long each team's been in whatever standing, um, But yeah, I know for another week, Montreal is last place. In seventh place, another week week at seventh place as the Ottawa Senators with a record of three, six, and one. Uh, Number six, Detroit drops down three spots to number six with a record of four, five, and two. The Boston Bruins jump up one spot from six to five with a record of five, three, and zero. The Buffalo Sabres drop down two spots from second to fourth with a record of 5-4-1, uh, third, which is your the third place in the Atlantic, which is your first playoff spot right there. Tampa Bay Lightning with a record of 5-3-2, jumping up one spot from fourth to third. Uh, and there was a point in the season where they were even sixth. Um, so now they're slowly climbing up to the standings where they belong. Uh, second in division, the Toronto Maple Leafs jumped up two spots from fourth to second. Um, wait, that doesn't add up. I think no, they were fifth, so they actually went up three. They were actually went up three spots, not two. My bad. That's a typo on my part. Six, four, and one is their record. And the Florida Panthers, a record of nine, oh, and one. Don't know I have eight, oh, and one. That's a typo. Uh, they, for another week, They are first place in the Atlantic Division. No wild cards in the Atlantic Division. They both, those wild cards, are occupied by Metropolitan teams. Uh, Eighth place in that division goes to New Jersey as they fall from grace. uh, Three spots from fifth to eighth place. Last in the division uh, with a record of four, three, and two uh pittsburgh penguins with that same record four three and two went up one spot to seventh place uh new york islanders the record of four two and two stay at sixth place for another week uh fifth place columbus blue jackets having that second wild card spot with a record of six three and oh jumping up three spots uh actually no they jumped up two spots that's another typo on my part goodness gracious proofreading proofreading kids proofreading um jumped up two spots from seventh to fifth uh the Philadelphia Flyers stay at fourth place for another week and have that first wild card spot with a record of five two and two the Washington Capitals are in third place uh dropping down one spot from second to third with a record of five one and four so they're really making up with those uh overtime losses there uh second in the division, the New York Island, uh, the New York Rangers, six two and three is their record, going up one spot from third to second, and the only un- truly undefeated team in the NHL at this point, the Carolina Hurricanes nine zero and zero, and once again are your uh, for another week your division leader. And um, people be like, oh, but Florida's undefeated in regulation. They're undefeated in regulation, but the Carolina Hurricanes have yet to lose in overtime and yet to lose in uh, regulation. So there you go. Moving on to the West, the uh, Western Conference side of things. Um, so speed run the Central Division because nothing changed other than the sixth, spot, the sixth spot and the fifth spot, so eighth place and a team that has yet to, the only team in the NHL to not get at least to not get at least a win is the Arizona Coyotes with a record of 0-10-1 and, and it's also quite funny and it, yeah, it's kind of funny, sad but funny that they only have one point to their name. And that was because of that overtime loss. One point to their name. This franchise, it's getting moved. I'm sorry. They're relocating. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. It's finally, after 20 years, it's going to happen. Believe you me, Arizona Coyotes fans, I've, I've got merchandise with you guys now. I, I'm I'm with you, all right? Hard, hard-earned money was spent on this, on the, uh merchandise. So I don't want you guys to leave. I'm the same. If if there's if you guys have to leave, please go to Kansas City. Please and thank you. Um, but yeah, zero, ten, and one. Chicago Blackhawks stay at seventh place for another week with a record of one, nine, and two. Finally got a win, guys. Uh sixth place, uh the Colorado Avalanche dropped down one spot. Uh they trade places with the Dallas Stars. Uh, they both have four wins. They both have four losses in regulation. Only difference is the Dallas Stars have one more overtime loss than the Colorado Avalanche. So the Colorado Avalanche dropped to sixth uh, in the division with a record of four four and one, and Dallas jumps up to fifth in the division with a record of four four and two. In fourth place, Nashville Predators have the second wild card spot for the West um, with a record of six five and zero staying at fourth place for another week. The Minnesota Wilds stay in third for another week with a record of 6-3-0. The Winnipeg Jets stay at second place with a record of 6-2-2. Two two. A team that's very kind of a... It's a team that is kind of caught me by surprise for sure. And now once again, your number one Central Division leading team with a record of 7-1-1. And another week as your central division leader. Your 2019 Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. How about that? How about it? And we've got, and also considering the fact that we have players dropping like flies with this COVID protocol bullshit. And they're still doing it. So imagine when we're healthy. Imagine when we're healthy. Imagine the carnage. Think of the carnage that we're going to bring. That 2019-2020 that team that got snubbed out of a really good run. Friggin' Western Conference leading team. Ooh, they're, they're coming for blood this year, guys. They're coming for blood. And hopefully another cup. Thank you, please, and thank you. And lastly, the Pacific Division. The Pacific Division is in a position to where if you're not, uh, yeah, just, yeah, if it, they're in a position to where if you're not Edmonton, you are pretty much a shoe into basically it's a toss up at this point. Because Vancouver with a record of four, six, and one dropping down two spots from six to eighth. Seattle with a record of four, six, and one in seventh place dropping down two spots from fifth to seventh. Vegas Golden Knights with the record of 5-5, 0 zero, Dropped in two spots from fourth to sixth. Although, uh, keep in mind, a lot of those, the, the main reason why the Vegas Golden Knights aren't doing too hot is because all of the meat of their scoring is injured. Carlson's out. Pacioretty's out. Stone's out. And I would say Tuck, but Tuck's not with the team anymore. And now Jack Eichel. Even though I know, I mean, I can't really test for how much he scores, but I would imagine it's about as much as, at least as much as um, Alex Tuck. So yeah, you could say, yeah, a lot of, a lot of goals sitting on LTIR right now. So um, hopefully I get healthier sooner rather than later, because, you know, if the, if they missed the boat, because, you know, injuries took too long to come back from, you might find yourself in a. Sticky situation. Might be looking for that second wild card. But hey, look at the 2014. Um uh, the 2014 LA Kings. You know, they won the cup. They won the cup, uh, the eighth seed for the West in 2014. It was a hell of a run. Speaking of which, number five, LA Kings, five, five, and one. Uh, jumping up three spots from last place to fifth place. So that's just a testing just how much of a toss-up this division is. Uh, fourth place, San Jose Sharks with that first wild card for the West with a record of 6-4-0. Oh. Uh, jumping up, uh, jumping down one spot from third to fourth. And third place, Anaheim Ducks with a record of 5-4-3, jumping up four spots from seventh to third. Uh, Calgary Flames, jumping down one spot from first to second with a record of 6-1-3. And number one, your Pacific Division leading Edmonton Oilers with the record of 9-1-0, jumping up one spot from second to first. Now, I can't really say much about the uh, the Pacific Division outside of the Vegas Golden Knights because I haven't been really watching. Also because, you know, a lot of the games are starting at like 9 at night for me. <laughs> and especially since I go back to work after being off for like two weeks starting on Wednesday. So that's definitely going to be... Uh, a no-go for me, pal, but, uh, yeah. Um, and that's a shame for, you know, trying to follow teams in the Pacific because I really do. I really want to, I want to at least really, you know, follow the the Western conference side of things because that's the one that majority of my teams that I actually like are in. So, um, there you go. I mean, I do have my, I got some favorites in the, uh, the East, but uh, it also seems to be that they're starting their, their games, you know, kind of an inconvenient time. Like if it's not in the central division, like it's kind of an inconvenience. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's got to hope that those teams just verse any of the teams I watch in the central, mainly the blues. So, um, but yeah, that's your division roundup. And that is your podcast for today episode today and uh yeah catch you next next saturday uh catch you on next one thank you very much